This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Daimler just reported a big drop in earnings, and now it's restructuring its management roles and getting rid of some executives. CEO Ola Kalenius will take over responsibility for Mercedes vans. Daimler's CFO will take over the same position at Mercedes-Benz, while the current Mercedes CFO will leave the company. Mercedes head of R&D becomes chief operating officer at Daimler, and it's also consolidating its product strategy and steering into one position. Daimler says these changes will speed up its decision-making process and react faster to a changing market. Daimler better hope it works because, as we reported earlier this month, its net profit plunged 64%. Carlos Ghosn may have escaped from Japan, but it looks like he has not escaped from the long arm of the law. Bloomberg reports that France put a team of elite investigators on the case. They're examining the possible misuse of corporate funds, breach of trust, document forgery, and money laundering. At one point, there was talk that Gowen might seek to stand trial in France. But if French prosecutors charge him with these crimes, he'll probably prefer to stay holed up in Lebanon. Hey, move over Toyota Hilux and Ford Ranger and make way for the Peugeot Land Trek. The French automaker is jumping into the one-ton pickup segment, which accounts for about 2.4 million vehicles a year globally. The Land Trek is offered with a 1.9-liter turbo diesel that generates 150 horsepower and 250 pound-feet of torque. It's mated to a six-speed manual. And there is a 2.4-liter turbo gasoline engine that produces 210 horsepower and 236 pound-feet. It's offered with either a six-speed automatic or the manual. Inside, it's laid out quite nicely for a work truck, and it features a 10-inch display screen. Peugeot is going to build single-cab, dual-cab, and chassis-cab versions, and it will go into production later this year. Say, we've got a great AutoLine After Hours coming up this afternoon. Our special guest is Phil Cosera, the interior design manager for Cadillac. And we'll be talking about how they designed the interior of the all-new Cadillac Escalade. Joe Demacio from Haggerty will also be on the show. So join me and Gary Vasilash for some of the best insights on what's going on in the automotive industry. Nissan is dipping its toes into subscription services, with the launch of a program in Houston. They call it Nissan Switch, and it covers delivery, cleaning, insurance, roadside assistance, and regular maintenance. Subscribers can swap vehicles for an unlimited number of times, even every day. There's a $500 activation fee on top of the monthly payment. For $700 a month, you can choose from an Altima, Rogue, Pathfinder, or Frontier, For $900 a month, you get those vehicles plus your choice of the Leaf, Maxima, Murano, Armada, Titan, and 370Z. That tier also includes the GTR, but you got to pay an extra $100 a day, and you're limited to just seven consecutive days with it. 
Mercedes is also expanding its subscription service to include AMG models. It's currently only available in Atlanta and costs about $3,600 a month plus a $500 activation fee. Prices for the other tiers in its subscription service range from $1,100 to $3,000 a month. A number of automakers have also tested subscription services over the last several years, but they've had mixed results. Obviously, Mercedes and Nissan feel it's something that their customers will be interested in. And speaking of Mercedes-AMG, it just launched the new GLE 63S Coupe. It's powered by a 4-liter V8 twin-turbo that's mated to a 9-speed automatic, along with the company's 4-matic all-wheel drive system. It cranks out 603 horsepower and 627 pound-feet of torque, and it'll scoot from 0 to 60 in 3.7 seconds. Seven selectable drive modes are available, which modify the response of the engine, transmission, suspension, and steering. And the leather-wrapped interior comes with AMG-specific badging and switches. To help streamline the dealership experience, Ford is testing digital kiosks at several locations across the U.S. They allow customers to check in and select the type of service their vehicle needs without ever having to speak to the service staff. The average customer check-in time is just over two minutes, and one dealer says 85% of its customers found the process easier, and 90% said it was able to answer all their questions. The company's also testing the kiosks outside of dealerships, so a customer can schedule service even if it's closed, and eventually those outdoor kiosks will be able to accept and deliver keys. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. And by Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. One way to improve the efficiency of cars with internal combustion engines is to shift the transmission at the optimum time. Now, Hyundai claims it's developed the world's first predictive shift system which uses traffic and road conditions to automatically shift to the optimal gear. They call it ICT, for Information and Communication Technology Connected Shift System. Whew, they got to come up with a better name than that. It uses software in the transmission to collect and interpret real-time input from the navigation system, as well as cameras and radar from the smart cruise control. The nav input includes elevation, gradient, curvature, as well as current traffic conditions. Radar detects the speed and distance between the vehicle and others, and a forward-looking camera provides lane information. It will even slip the transmission into neutral, to coast, when it senses the car will have to slow down or stop ahead. Hyundai says it reduces the frequency of shifting in corners by 43% and reduces brake use by 11%, which means the brake pads last longer. Hyundai's working on the next generation of the system to use 5G to communicate with traffic signals for even greater efficiency. An Israeli startup called Atasky developed a thermal sensing camera that looks like it's perfect for L2 through L4 cars at night or in bad weather. It's a solid-state camera, which means it has no moving parts, no shutters, and so it offers high performance at low cost. Atasky says it's cheap enough to use for backup cameras. Compared to today's cameras, 
The thermal camera is much better at seeing pedestrians at greater distances. It says automakers are interested in using it for blind spot detection, especially for buses and trucks that may not see a pedestrian or bicyclist when they're turning. The camera is sensitive enough that it can even see a road that's covered with a thin blanket of snow. And with that, we wrap up today's report. Thank you for watching.